Hello, everybody. Welcome to another special edition of the Albany Law School podcast. I'm Ben Myers, Assistant Director for Communications and Marketing here at Albany Law School. In this edition, we have the Grand Honors Awards that were on September 24th. If you missed any of the other reunion events that we have in the feed here, just make sure to subscribe to us on any of the major subscription services or check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram. And let's just get right into it. Let's get right over to the Grand Honors Awards. So uh, good, good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jeff Sieber, and I'm the Director of Alumni Engagement at the Law School. And it's certainly a pleasure to welcome all of you to the Grand Honors Awards um, virtually, but here we are. It's a, it's a pleasure to be a part of the Law School team, and importantly, it's a joy to work and serve with so many of you. Um, I've been here at the Law School for about three or so years, and I've had the opportunity to meet and work with so many of you, and it's really been an honor. Um, I know many of you have been part of the law school's rich history, and I value all the time and commitment that all of you on the Zoom um, have done and given back over the years. Um, I certainly look forward to continuing to work with all of you as we build a great engagement program. And, and I must say, during this time of, of the pandemic, um, alumni really have stepped up and um, offered their time, and that's been really special for us. So. A little housekeeping, we are going to record today. Um, as I say that out loud, I'm hoping we're recording currently. We are, thank you, Ben. Uh, we are gonna record the Zoom session, so if you don't wanna be on screen, um, you just take yourself off by um, stopping your video and that, that will work. Um, we do wanna encourage applause and congratulatory messages in the chats. We will stop um, for a moment and have you unmute and do a few Zoom round of applauses. Um, we'll do the best we can to make it meaningful um, from being afar. The best way to view the program today is gonna to be in speaker mode. So at the top of your screen, if you um, wanna hit speaker mode, um, it'll allow you to see the presentation that we'll put up, but also um, we'll highlight the speakers and the presenters and the award winners. So that is the best way to view it. So we'll go ahead and get started. At this time, I'd like to introduce um, the president of the National Alumni Association, the Honorable Peter G. Crummy, class of 1981, who will be our Masters of Ceremony today. Judge, take it away. Thank you very much, Jeff. And certainly it's my great pleasure uh, to serve not only as president of our National Alumni Association, but also as the Master of Ceremonies this afternoon. I'd like to welcome you to the Albany Law School Grand Honors Awards. This is a unique opportunity to present these time-honored awards virtually. When the time is right, we will celebrate all of our honorees in an in-person ceremony. But for the time being, we are grateful to be able to gather virtually and take the opportunity to recognize our outstanding alumni. First and foremost, I would like to congratulate our award winners. This program is about highlighting your hard work and dedication to the law school. We are delighted to be able to take some time to recognize some of our most involved and passionate alumni at this celebration. Hosting the Grand Honors Awards during reunion has become a great tradition for the National Alumni Association. I would also like to welcome members of our distinguished Board of Trustees and the National Alumni Association Directors. Thank you for your past award recipients, law school president and dean is with us today, faculty, staff, and the rest of our guests who are joining us this afternoon. 
It is great to see so many of the law school's most passionate and hardworking community in one place, albeit virtually. I would also like to welcome the current law students in attendance today. We are excited to have you here as part of the Grand Honors Awards. You will someday soon join the ranks of the National Alumni Association, and you are our future ambassadors. So thank you for taking the time out of your study schedule to join us this afternoon. Now in its third year, the Grand Awards ceremony continues to be a major initiative of the National Alumni Association. As we take time to recognize our alumni who have given and continue to give so much to our school. All of us in this Zoom are passionate about the future of Albany Law School, especially the success of our students. We return to campus often. We take part in boards and committees, participate in panels, speak to classes, act as mentors, and lead many additional initiatives. It is an honor to continue to be involved with everything our school has to offer. And I know all of you have been looking forward to this event and to celebrating the honorees in this Zoom. The entire National Alumni Association Board extends its congratulations. And now I am pleased to introduce our president and Dean Alicia Ouellette to provide some congratulatory remarks. Thank you, Judge Crummy. And welcome everyone to uh, the Grand Honors Awards. I have to say that Albany Law School has the best alumni in the world. And we're so grateful to the National Alumni Association for, for all it does for our students and, and for uh, putting this event on tonight. Um, and to all our alumni, you, our graduates and friends have given back in so many ways sharing with us your time and your fruit, the fruits of your success. You've lifted each other up, especially over the last several months, and you have lifted our students up, lift all of us up. You are without a doubt, a major reason why Albany Law School is rising and thriving as an independent law school. So before we get started, I'd like to turn the attention to you and, and uh, do the first of our, our virtual rounds of applause. Uh, whoever's controlling the, the gallery, can we uh, see everyone and can you all please join me in a virtual round of applause and recognize, uh, in recognition of our amazing community. Yay. <laughs> I don't know if we could all see each other, but uh, can you? You, it is an amazing community. So tonight we celebrate five distinguished, dedicated graduates and family friends. Congratulations to you, Emily, Tanya, Dale, the Honorable Judge Treese, and a very special connection to law school, Ms. Sherry Gold and the Gold family, uh, in, in honor of the late Barry Gold, class of 1970, who would be celebrating his 50th reunion this year. 50th, wow. You are among the best of the best, and you are all so deserving of these honors. Albany Law School has been recognizing its graduates for decades. We started uh, in 1966, uh, giving out the first uh, trustees gold medal. Uh, 
by conferring these awards, we are acknowledging not only the successes of our own, but also the service to the profession and to Albany Law School. This is going to be a great program, and we know we owe you recognition in person sometime soon when the time is right. I hope that uh, I can join you in, in person and congratulate you in, in a, a little more personal way. Again, uh, to the honorees and on behalf of the entire Albany Law School community, congratulations. Thank you very much, Dean. Um, you've always provided spot-on comments for all of us, and uh, we thank you for your continued leadership here at our school. And I have to tell you, I'm very excited now to start the presentation of awards. This afternoon, we're honoring five individuals for their tireless efforts and tremendous support of our school. I would like to now welcome Lisa Ogden, class of 2003, and the immediate past president of our National Alumni Association to present this year's Outstanding Young Alumni Award. Good afternoon, everyone. It is a pleasure to be here and to present the first National Alumni Association Award of the evening, the Outstanding Young Alumni Award. This award was first presented in 1990 and is given to alumni who have graduated within the past 10 years who have demonstrated extraordinary commitment to Albany Law School through consistent volunteerism and engagement. This year's recipient of the Outstanding Young Alumni Award is Emily D. Chapman, Class of 2013. Emily has always been an active member of the Albany Law School community. Since graduating, she quickly became involved in the alumni network by attending and hosting events. She has remained involved and highly invested in the success of Albany Law School through her support of career and mentoring programs. In 2017, she was recommended to be a part of the national In 2017, she was recommended to be a part of the National Alumni Association Board of Directors by then President Patrick Jordan. Her involvement in her first years after graduation led to her nomination. Her passion and volunteerism to support the law school is significant. In three short years, she has become a very active member of the National Alumni Association. She attends every meeting, provides insight, and raises her hand to help the network. It is because of this effort that she was asked to become a member of the executive committee of the NAA. Emily has also been active in attending many events for Albany Law School, helping us to expand the alumni network in Washington, DC, where she currently lives and works. Emily has assisted with obtaining meeting, excuse me, has assisted with obtaining meeting and event locations for NAA board meetings and Albany Law School events at her current firm. In fact, Last November, she helped to sponsor and organize an event by hosting President and Dean Willette in Washington, D.C. as part of We Rise Together, the campaign for Albany Law School. Finally, Emily took the opportunity to be admitted into the United States Supreme Court Bar in December. Emily is currently an associate with Morgan, Lewis, and Bacchius, LLP. She counsels companies with respect to the federal securities laws, corporate governance matters, 
and responding to activist shareholder campaigns. Prior to joining Morgan Lewis, Emily was an attorney advisor with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. She also interned in the SEC's Office of Market Intelligence while still in law school. Before attending law school, Emily served as the Special Assistant for Fiscal Policy to the New York State Senate Majority Leader. Previously, she served as a legislative associate for a number of members in the New York State Assembly. Most importantly, Emily has had a busy past year where she married her husband, Daniel, and they welcomed the new beautiful baby, Lillian Edith Chapman, born on June 19, 2020. And we look forward to welcoming Lillian to the great class of 2045. Congratulations, Emily. Hello. Thank you so <laughs> Thank you so much, Lisa. And uh, first of all, I would like to thank Albany Law and the National Alumni Association for this recognition. Thank you. Growing up just outside of Albany, I remember watching Albany Law alumni and alumna participate and give back to their communities. There was just a passion for public service. Whether it was coaching the local sports teams or donating their time to youth legal projects like Youth Court, they served as positive role models for giving back to the community. That is one of the many reasons why it was such an honor to join their ranks seven years ago when I graduated from Albany Law School. Both when I was a child and as a law student, I was constantly impressed by how uh, many times Albany Law alumni would give uh, to their community despite busy careers and law practices. As a student, I remember being told by an Albany Law graduate that the time that I was in school was magical. I had the ability to pick up a phone and call almost any lawyer out there and explain that I was a student interested in their area of practice. And in all likelihood, they would give me some time to discuss their career, potentially even providing me with some much needed advice. I quickly discovered that that alumna was 100% correct. I was interested in corporate and securities law during my time at Albany Law. I was able to connect with and learn from alumni who worked as securities regulatory lawyers, compliance attorneys, and even a deputy general counsel for one of the largest national banks here in the United States. All these people gave me significant amounts of their time. And now that I've been practicing, I know what it means to take that call. It may mean staying away from your family and being in the office a little bit later that day, or spending a few hours reaching out to your contacts in order to get that student to a person that's a little bit closer to what they're interested in. I've spent the last seven years trying to live up to those role models. Even, uh, it seems though, every few months, I do have students who reach out and they either have an interest in corporate law or potentially moving to DC. I truly enjoy speaking with these students and the prospective students for Albany Law that have an interest in our profession. Even if the person I'm speaking to is not sure they're interested in corporate practice, I enjoy hearing what sparked their interest in the profession. Additionally, as Lisa shared, I've had the honor of serving on the National Alumni Board for the last three years and the Executive Committee for the last year. It's been wonderful to witness the growth and transformation the school has taken, both in addressing the challenges and changes to the law school market and its re response to COVID-19, both of which I believe our administration has been addressing successfully. 
I was able to see firsthand how the administration was able to leverage our technologies for the master's programs and quickly bring all of the law students remote. And based off my conversations with current students, it appears that it was a relatively painless process for them. Albany Law is truly a place that nurtures public service. And whether it is professionally or personally, I look forward to continuing to work with Albany Law, its students, and my fellow alumni in this community-centric tradition. Thank you for the opportunity, and thank you again for the uh, honor of the Outstanding Young Alumni Award. Judge, maybe we should do an unmute and a applause for Emily. How do we do that? Unmute all. That's Emily. Thank you. Judge, we're gonna have judge, we're gonna have to have you unmute. Sorry, sorry about that. Good. You're good. All right. And congratulations again to Emily. And before I move on to the next award, though I'd like to just take a moment to recognize Lisa Ogden, class of 2003, who served as a longtime member uh, and as president of our National Alumni Association. She's been a fabulous ambassador and advocate for Albany Law School and has been a superior president of the National <laughs> Alumni Association. Oh, and Lisa, on behalf come? of the board be in the of directors, uh, we can't thank you enough for all that you have done for the National Alumni Association and for our school. Thank you, Lisa. And now it is with great pleasure that I introduce Albany Law School icon, Professor Joseph M. Connors, class of 1988, to the virtual stage to present the Humanitarian Achievement Award. Thank you, Judge Crummy. Thank you, Lisa, and congratulations, Emily. Um, good evening to everyone. Um, I'm certainly not worthy of the title of icon, but I'm fortunate to be able to now tell you about a family that truly deserves that designation. I would like to thank the National Alumni Association for asking me to present this great award to a great friend of Albany Law School, who's also a personal and professional inspiration to me. I'm delighted to present the second ever National Alumni Association Humanitarian Achievement Award to not just an individual, but also her family. The Humanitarian Achievement Award was created in 2019 by the association to recognize the extraordinary humanitarian contributions of an individual or individuals in the community who dedicate his, her, or their time and legal experience to improve quality of life and fight indifference, intolerance, and or injustice through providing pro bono services, engaging in activism, supporting legal education, and improving the delivery of legal services and beyond. What makes this award so great is that we're able to recognize our brightest and most passionate alumni and friends who support the entire legal community through their service, dedication, and passion. 
It also means we get to honor these individuals who do all this with no expectation of credit or recognition for their service. It gives me great pleasure to present the Humanitarian Achievement Award to Sherry Gold and the Gold family, whose community involvement in many ways honors the example and legacy of Sherry's husband, late Barry Gold, Albany Law School class of 1970, who would be celebrating her, his 50th reunion this year. I'm so honored to have this opportunity to tell you more about Sherry, Barry, and all the Gold family, and why they are so deserving of this award. In 2002, Albany Law School lost a great alumnus in Barry Gold. He had a lifelong commitment to pro bono work, devoting at least one day a week to representing indigent clients. He also volunteered countless hours to not-for-profits such as Lawyers Without Borders, to Life, and the American Cancer Society. Mr. Gold was a partner with Twillis, Ford, Gold, Johnson, and Butler in Albany. His practice concentrated in the area of health law, and he was a leader in successfully holding insurance companies accountable to provide life-saving treatments such as bone marrow transplants for his clients. He founded and for over 10 years served as a lead editor, running the go-to resource for New York health providers, New York Health Law. I know at least one professor myself who still uh, refers to this uh, manual for a quick uh, guide at, at times. Um, Barry was the founding chair of the health law section of the New York State Bar Association. Association and chair of the Mental and Physical Disability Committee. Barry was appointed by the governor in 1997 to the New York State Task Force on Life the Law, where he advised New York State lawmakers on health care legislation. He was instrumental in developing the surrogate decision making, hospice, and health care proxy laws. Barry even went beyond and taught as an adjunct professor at Albany Medical College, the University of Albany at Albany Law School, where he established coursework in health law. Barry's impact wasn't just with the community, but also within his family. In 2006, his wife Sherry Gold contributed $1 million to the Gold Family Law Clinic and Justice Center at Albany Law School, now the Justice Center at Albany Law School. Donation, which at the time was the largest ever given to the clinic, established the Barry A. Gold Class of 70 Health Law Clinical Program Endowment Fund. This program focuses on representing low-income clients with cancer or other chronic medical conditions and provides training on legal for clients, advocates, healthcare staff, physicians, and law students. The endowment helps the clinic expand its edu educational component for students while serving low-income clients. This gift has and will continue to inspire students to continue Barry's legacy of helping others. As we pay tribute to the far-reaching impact of the gift, it feels important to note that since its inception, there have been several Barry Gold Health Law Fellows who began their careers right here at Albany Law School's Health Law Clinic. All these alums remain active in their legal careers, either directly or through their ongoing pro bono efforts representing clients, implementing programs, or in the case of two former gold interns serving as administrative law judges with the Department of Health, ensuring fair hearings for individuals challenging decisions regarding essential health care services. 
the latest Barry Gold Health Law Fellow, Joseph Lansing, class of 2019, is here tonight and looks forward to meeting you, Sherry, and all the Gold family in person when conditions allow. Um, Sherry Gold herself is a trailblazing humanitarian in her own right with a long career of helping others in need throughout our com community. She was a nurse in many capacities, serving patients at the Capital District Psych Center. Earlier in her career, she was an instructor at Case Western Reserve University, um, college in the College of Nursing at SUNY Albany. And she continues to serve the community through her leadership on many boards, including an honorary board of director for the legal project. Um, Sherry and uh, Ben's children also have carried on the great Gold legacy. Um, ben Gold, who I was fortunate to have as a student when he was here, graduated Albany Law School in 2006. Um, while here, Ben was the president of the Student Bar Association and proudly served on the board of trustees of the law school. He represented clients in our health law clinic and advocating for benefits and services for impoverished families affected by chronic health conditions. Assistant Federal Defender at the Federal Defenders of New York Southern District. Mary Gold's daughter, Dr. Sari Gold, um, carries on the family tradition of service as a clinical psychologist at the Salt Lake City Veterans Administration Hospital. She resides in Seattle and practices her profession via telehealth, expanding access to evidence-based care to underserved populations. Entire Gold family, you are an example of what it means to be a humanitarian, and it is a great honor for me to present you with this award. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Professor Connors, for your thoughtful and kind words, and thank you, Albany Law School, for only giving me three minutes to talk as I'm not much of a public speaker, but, but I am very grateful to you. Um, this is an honor that is appreciated and valued by my family and me. I am humbled to be in the midst of this august group, my fellow nominees, President and Dean Willette, faculty and students of Albany Law School, and the Albany Law School alums. I wish to thank the National Alumni Association for selecting us for this award. Naturally, um, I think often about Barry's passion and dedication towards equitable justice and quality health care for all. And when I hear and read about the work of the Health Law Clinic Fellows and the pro bono and public service work of the Justice Center faculty, I am filled with joy and reassured that Barry's legacy lives, lives on. Thank you very much for that. Uh, I also wish to acknowledge and thank Dale Twillis for recruiting Barry into Twillis Ford Gold, now uh, Butler and Monroe, many, many, many years ago, and for promoting a culture in the firm where pro bono and public service work was respected, expected, and supported by one's fellow attorneys. Barry was always grateful for that. Um, this wonderful award will be hung in a place of honor in my home. 
and uh, once we've all been vaccinated against COVID-19, you can all come and look, look at it, please. Um, and finally, may we all continue whatever our particular endeavors are to make our community and world a more peaceful, healthy, and safe place. Namaste. And thank you very much, Sherry, and congratulations again uh, to you and your family, and thank you for your continued support of Albany Law School. It is now my privilege to present the Donald D. DeAngelis Class of 1960 Excellence in Alumni Service Award, which recognizes long and distinguished service to our school. The Donald D. DeAngelis Excellence in Alumni Service Award, <laughs> established in 1989, recognizes outstanding dedication and commitment to alumni, to the National Alumni Association, and to Albany Law School. It is named in honor of Donald D. DeAngelis, class of 1960, who served as the first president of the National Alumni Association and also served as a member of our Albany Law School Board of Trustees. Today, we recognize an alumna who fits these characteristics perfectly, Tanya F. Fernandez, class of 1985. Tanya has quietly been a tremendous advocate, ambassador, and loyal volunteer for Albany Law School and the National Alumni Association for many years. Joining the National Alumni Association in 2007, Tanya quickly became engaged. She has been part of many distinguished programs and groups while serving on the board. She has helped to mentor students through the Alumni Initiative and Mentoring Program. She has been a member of the Civil Rights and Disability Law Clinic and has attended over 30 alumni events that help to grow and connect with our alumni network. In 2014, Tanya became the president of the National Alumni Association, continuing to move forward our organization and grow its connection with alumni. Following her presidency, Tanya remained on the board of directors and continues to advise the board on significant matters. One of her colleagues and fellow NAA board members at the time Robert Rausch, class of 1994, and recipient of the 2019 Donald D. DeAngelis Award, said this to say about Tanya. Tanya and I joined the National Alumni Association Board around the same time. And throughout our time on the NAA Executive Committee together, Tanya was a great sounding board and she always brought a unique and valuable perspective to the board's plans and discussions. Her unwavering enthusiasm and support for the law school has always been refreshing and contagious. In her career, Tanya has had an extensive and varied public service of professional opportunities since graduating. She was appointed by the New York State Board of Regents to the position of executive secretary to the New York State Board's 
for podiatry, physical therapy, and ophthalmic dispensing. In this role, she advises and assists the board in matters of professional licensing and professional practice for the state's thousands of licensees. Prior to this promotion, she served the education department as assistant counsel in the office of the professions. In that role, she provided legal guidance and assisted um, and assistance drafting legal decisions and worked closely with the deputy commissioner and the executive secretaries for the Title VIII professions. Early in her career, she worked for the Albany County Public Defender's Office, the Albany County District Attorney's Office, and the Rensselaer County Department of Social Services. She then served as assistant counsel for the New York State Office of Temporary and Disability Assistance and the New York State Department of Health Bureau of Medicaid Law. She also served as deputy general counsel and legislative counsel for the New York State Consumer Protection Board and as an associate counsel in the New York State Assembly. Tanya was born in the Dominican Republic and came to the United States during her junior year in high school. She is a mother to three adult children, Allison, Kirsten, and Brian Bradley. Allison is a 2011 graduate of Albany Law School. Tanya and her husband, Barry, live in Averill Park, New York. As a friend and colleague, and as the person who initially brought me onto the National Alumni Association Board of Directors, it is my great pleasure to present the Donald D. DeAngelis Class of 1960 Excellence in Alumni Service Award to Tanya F. Fernandez. Wow, I didn't recognize myself. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Just to start, ophthalmic dispensing. It took me so long to learn to pronounce that. Just wanted to say ophthalmic dispensing. President and Dean Alicia Olet, the Honorable Peter Cromie, and members of the National Alumni Association, Board of Directors, Executive Committee. Thank you for bestowing this honor upon me. I'm incredibly touched to receive this award and recognition. And I just briefly want to tell you a story. It was particularly exciting for me to see in the list of distinguished recipients of the award, the name of a person I have not seen or heard from in quite a few decades. She is the one person who first instilled in me the desire to attend law school. As young adults, Berta Hernandez Duyol and I worked together in the customer services department of Matthew Bender and Company, the law school publishers. I'm sure you all recognize that name. It was 1975 and Bert left the company to start her freshman year at Albany Law. I left Matthew Bender to start my family. I'm not, I'm not even sure if Bert still remembers me, but it's quite an honor to join Professor Hernandez Triol and all the recipients of this award. I'm honored and humbled to join or to join such an illustrious group. Thank you. And thank you, Tanya, and congratulations again. Thank you. This evening, 
I have the distinct pleasure of also presenting the 2020 Distinguished Alumni Award. The Distinguished Alumni Award was established in 1998 to recognize an individual's continuous record of service to Albany Law School. The award criteria includes outstanding professional accomplishment, sustained engagement, and continual support of our school. And certainly, there are a number of graduates who could qualify for this award, but this year, there was a clear choice. This year, we recognize Dale M. Tula's class of 1972. It is my honor to present this award today to Dale, who has dedicated so much time and energy to Albany Law School. Dale has a record of service that is above and beyond. He is loyal, dedicated, impressive, and impassioned. He has given his time both as a volunteer serving on the Board of Trustees since 2005, where he is currently also serving as treasurer. In addition, Dale spent over 20 years as an adjunct professor, sharing his passion, commitment to the legal profession with our students. Dale is always standing up for Albany Law School. He has attended many alumni events over the years, ranging from alumni networking events to the We Rise Together, the campaign for Albany Law School's gala dinner in New York City, and also participate in a variety of our reunions over the years and continuing to highlight his golf game at many of our annual Albany Law School, Albany County Bar Association golf outings. His dedication goes beyond his time and expertise, as Dale has been a leading contributor to the annual fund, supporting student scholarships for over 32 years. Today, he is special counsel with Tulis, Ford, Gold, Butler and Monroe. He is a member of the firm's litigation department and provides services in insurance defense, medical malpractice defense, commercial litigation, and personal injury litigation. He has successfully tried cases in state and federal courts throughout New York. He's headed the firm's involvement in the litigation by the state of New York against the tobacco industry. As local counsel, he also handled a class action lawsuit in a complex life insurance policyholder action. Dale is admitted to practice in all courts in the state of New York, also admitted to the United States District Courts for the Northern, Western, and Southern Districts of New York, also admitted to practice in the United States Second Circuit Court of Appeals, and our United States Supreme Court. He is also very active in our legal community, serving as a member of the American Bar Association, the New York State Bar Association, the Albany County Bar Association, the International Association of Defense Counsel, the Defense Research Institute, the American Board of Trial Advocates, and as a fellow of the American Bar Foundation and the New York State Bar Foundation. Today, it's, we're recognizing Dale as truly one of a kind, 
and someone we are all proud to call our own and someone that we can rely on anytime he is asked. Today, I have the distinction uh, of presenting the Distinguished Alumni Award to Dale M. Tula's class of 1972. Well, thank you very much, Peter. Um, I've enjoyed every minute I've spent with the law school and I've learned so much from everybody I've known there. I'm very honored to receive this award, especially since it comes from such a wonderful and distinguished group of people, the National Alumni Association, whose members provide strong support for the school. It's the alumni who are the foundation of this great institution, and I thank them all. In the more than 10 years, or well, I guess now 15 years you brought to light there, I didn't realize it was that long, which I've served on the board and as a member of the Finance Committee, Chairman of the Finance Committee, Chairman of the Investment Committee, and, and uh, Treasurer until uh, July 1, when our new Treasurer took over, uh, I, I've come to know a great many people who work very hard at the school to make it as, as good as it can be. I'd like to start with Victor Rauscher, the Vice President of Finance. And I start because he's the person with whom I've worked most closely and we, just as an example, we just concluded an audit committee meeting and the auditors were, just couldn't say enough good things about Victor and, and uh, Samara Darward, the accounting manager, uh, in comparison to the other schools that they audit. Uh, both of them just do an outstanding job. Alicia Ouellette, uh, Dean and President, everybody loves Alicia. She's the most personable leader we have ever had, in addition to being very intelligent and very hardworking. She works tirelessly meeting with prospective students, current students, and uh, graduates, in addition to all the many other responsibilities she has as Dean and President. Connie Mayer, Dean of Academic Affairs, and Rosemary Queenan, Dean of Student Affairs, are two I do not see as often, but also deserve accolades for all the work they do for the school, particularly as, uh, in this time of the COVID's uh, pandemic. Amy Manjone, Dean of Admissions, has overcome the drop in enrollment that struck all law schools nationwide. We have an incoming class of 189 uh, JD students. Four months ago, we thought that would have been impossible, but we have them, and uh, the school continues to prosper. Jeff Chance, Vice President of Institutional Advancement, he has raised more money in our capital campaign than has ever been done. He's only been here a few years. There's one thing that Victor Rauscher, Jeff Chance, and I have in common. All three of us escaped RPI and came to Albany Law School. Those of you who work here know this, but others may be surprised to learn that there's a, a great relationship between all parts of the school, the administration, the faculty, the staff, the students. Everybody gets along tremendously well. And we as a board are very transparent. At, at every meeting, we have two members of the faculty sit in on our meeting, and we have a student representative sit in. And those student representatives have given us very positive feedback as to their relationship with the school, as have other students. Our work never ends. We need everybody's support, both financially and otherwise. Some of you from outside the school may not know that we have a graduate school that was started a few years ago and it is growing and it will continue to grow and something that i ask all of you to let the world know you can help the school by promoting the school to everybody you can 
if you're not already familiar with the school, either because you graduated a long time ago or you're not a lawyer, come and find out about it. Contact the dean's office or institutional advancement, and they'll be happy to do what they can at the present time of the present circumstances to educate you about the school, but eventually come to sit in on a class, meet the faculty, meet the students, and you'll see that what I'm telling you is absolutely true. It's a really unique place to uh, earn uh, legal education. Time is short, so I'll conclude by noting that uh, uh, the, the challenges have been met very well by the administration and the staff with this virus problem. For example, the, the gymnasium is the, the most uh, important building, uh, room in the building because it can, can contain so many students at a socially uh, acceptable distance. And uh, when, when this started, for example, Alicia was calling, holding a meeting, a Zoom meeting with all the students uh, four times a week to keep everybody informed day to day as to what was going on. Just two small examples. It would take way too far uh, much time to explain all that's been done by everybody here to make this work. And most importantly, it is working. Peter, uh, the association, again, thank you very much for this uh, wonderful award. And congratulations again to you, Dale. Thank you for your continued support of our school. And now to present our final award, I would like to welcome the chair of our Albany Law School Board of Trustees, Deborah Trey's class of 77. Thank you, Judge Crummy, and good afternoon, everyone. On behalf of the Board of Trustees, uh, let me extend our sincerest congratulations to all of the award winners this evening. You are Albany Law School champions, loyal, dedicated, and impassioned alumni, and we thank you all. This evening, I have the great honor to present the Albany Law Trustees Gold Medal. The Trustees Gold Medal, first awarded in 1966, is the highest accolade bestowed by Albany Law School and is given to an individual who has demonstrated a record of exemplary support and dedication to the advancement of the school. Since the founding of this award, the Board of Trustees has honored 65 exceptional graduates, faculty, and friends of the school. I'd like to take a moment to recognize as a group all of the past recipients of the gold medal who may be on the Zoom call this afternoon. So a round of applause. Now, if you will all please join me in honoring the 2020 Albany Law School Trustees Gold Medal Award winner, the Honorable Randolph F. Treese, class of 1976. We are delighted to bestow this honor on Judge Treese let me tell you about why we have selected him as this year's recipient. As a passionate and unequivocal supporter of the law school, the legal profession, and public service, Judge Treese has helped to change the legal profession's landscape and to break glass ceilings. A tireless volunteer and mentor, he has unstintingly devoted his time to support Albany Law School through his participation on the Board of Trustees for 14 years where he remains as a member emeritus. Through those years on the board, Judge Treese participated in many of our committees and advisory boards, including the Long Range Planning Strategic Plan Committee, 
consisting of Dean Ouellette, Jim Kelly, and myself. This committee was an integral part of crafting and developing the law school's guiding document, the Albany Law School Strategic Plan, which was adopted in 2014. Additionally, he has chaired the board's Academic Standards Committee. However, one of the most rewarding and important roles that Judge Treese is involved with is mentoring all student trustees. In addition to his efforts on the Board of Trustees, he is also a member of the Government Law Center Advisory Board and the Advisory Board of Albany Law School NAACP Legal Assistance Program. In addition to these roles, Judge Tree spent nearly 20 years as a marvelous adjunct professor. As an educator, he was able to share his brilliant mind, life-changing experiences, and his polished trial tactic to our students, now alumni, many of whom are here with us today. Judge Treese has instructed a public defender criminal law clinic, conducted legal educational seminars, and is often asked to be a guest lecturer at our law school classes, as well as other law schools and colleges. On top of his distinguished service to Albany Law, the judge has attended many of the events at the law school over the years, from the inaugural Justice Jackson Day to the celebration of the late John E. Higgins multiple reunions and other highlight events at every event, he always shares his excitement and his connections when networking with alumni. He's also been a member and volunteer for BLSA. Judge Treese was previously honored by the National Alumni Association in 2004 with the Distinguished Alumni in Government Award and in 1999 with the Distinguished Alumni Award. In addition, Judge Treese is also a philanthropist as exhibited through his 24 consecutive years of giving back to the law school. His generosity has supported many government law center funds and the Higgins Memorial Scholarship. His support over more than 30 years has truly enriched the past, present, and future of Albany Law. All of his service to Albany Law is actually just the start. Judge Treese has demonstrated unprecedented commitment and service to the greater capital region community. If we were to read his entire bio, we would probably be here all evening. However, I do want to highlight a few of his career and community service honors. In 2001, he was appointed magistrate judge to the United States District Court for the Northern District of New York. Judge Treese broke through a glass ceiling to become the first African-American appointed to the federal judiciary in the Northern District of New York, and the first person of color to be appointed or elected to the judiciary at any level, state or federal, in 104 years in Eastern Upstate New York. In 2009, he was then reappointed to a second term until he retired in 2015. Judge Treese is part of many bar associations, including the New York State Bar Association, as a member, treasurer, and a former delegate to the House of Delegates. In addition, he has been a part of the ACBA for over 10 years, serving in several capacities, especially serving on the Committee of Minority Lawyers. He is also the author of the Association's Minority Hiring Project and supports the Diversity Intern Fellowship Program. Further, he served on the Honorary Board of the Women's Law Project, is one of the founders and former president of the Capital District Black Bar Association, now the Capital District Black and Hispanic Bar Association, and served as the president of the National Bar Association Region 2 Bar Foundation. 
Currently, Judge Treese works as of counsel with E. Stewart Jones Hacker Murphy, LLC, specializing in mediations, arbitrations, civil rights, employment, and personal injury litigation. Judge Treese's career is remarkable and groundbreaking, and I'm truly only scratching the surface of his accomplishments. We are so grateful for his generosity and his service to his alma mater, Albany Law School, for his enduring commitment tireless leadership, abundant support, and unflagging service to the community. It is a great honor to present the Board of Trustees Gold Medal to the Honorable Randolph F. Trees. Thank you, Judge Crummy, and on behalf of the Board of Trustees, uh, I extend our sincerest congratulations to all of the award winners this evening. You are Albany Law School champions. And I'm very honored to now introduce and turn it over to a friend and fellow trustee, Judge Treese. Well, I'm humble and I'm grateful to receive this acknowledgement, the trustee's gold medal, which is absolutely stunning, as you can see. <laughs> but I want to tell you that I am more grateful to be an alumnus of this school. Now, I have been told that brevity is the soul of wit, and I will follow that advice. But I want to share some things with you. Ever since I've been admitted to Albany Law School in 1973, it has been a special relationship, a special bond, a special synergy. And, and let me explain. It was Albany Law School that took a chance with me when no other law school did. In addition to that, with my needy family at that time, Albany Law School provided me the resources so that I can matriculate here. Let me also tell you that until I arrived at Albany Law School, I had not been intellectually challenged until that point. So in this final analysis, let me say to you that it is Albany Law School that has given me a firm foundation in the law, the wings to spread and to thrive in this profession. And I had no doubt that when I graduated from Albany Law School that I was prepared to serve my community. And Albany Law School has allowed me to serve in several capacities going back into the 70s. It has allowed me to come and serve the students of color with several programs probably unbeknownst to most of you, uh, back in the 70s, the law school gave me funds to help uh, design an exam uh, taking um, program for the students at Balsa. Uh, they also allowed me to set up a mentorship with the students of Balsa over the years. And in the 80s, when the New York Bar Foundation gave me money to actually put on a bar exam um, preparation for students of color. It was Albany Law School that provided the space and logistics for that all to take place. It has been Albany Law School that has given me the privilege to serve as a judge in the uh, trials, to uh, serve uh, as a judge on the appellate competitions, to speak to students on various topics, and it also gave me the honor to address the incoming students on the magic and majestic institution that I've come to love and to talk to them about the career they seek. 
It has been Albany Law School that has given me an opportunity to serve as an adjunct professor in trial tactics and the public defender clinic. It gave me the privilege to serve on the board of trustees, which I've adored that experience, to serve on its many committees to address the issues that are pressing at that time. It has been Albany Law School that has recognized my public service in the past. I can't tell you what more can a graduate of Albany Law School um, accept and appreciate from such a um, giving institution. I therefore can say to you that Albany Law School can take the lion's share credit of my experience and success in the law, which has exceeded my wildest dreams. And yes, there is a special relationship with this school. And because of that special relationship, I am a drum major for Albany Law School. Again, I'm very grateful for this recognition and this honor, and I will always be grateful to Albany Law School. Thank you very much for this honor. Thank you, Judge, for your uh, inspirational words. And as you continue uh, to support and guide our school, we are so very fortunate uh, that you are um, very much a part of our institution. And I have to say, uh, it's been a terrific celebration this afternoon for our school. Congratulations again to all of those who have been honored. And a special thank you to all of you who have joined us here this afternoon. I ask that you please enjoy your evening and stay safe and well. And thank you very much. Go, Randy. <laughs> okay, Dan. <laughs> Good job, guys. Congratulations to everyone. Congrats work. Congratulations, Congratulations, everyone. Congratulations. 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 Have a great day. Thank you. Nice to see you, Sherry and Ben. Take care.